catch it in the word this morning. May none of us come to church and have no word to power our lives into 2020 in Jesus' name. Second Kings chapter number 4. I'm going to read to your hearing verses 1 to 7. And here begins the reading of God's word this wonderful Sunday morning. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Verse 2, So Elisha, speaking with the voice of God, said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house. And there was a pause until she said, but a jar of oil. And in verse 3, Elisha said, go borrow vessels. Go and borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbors. Empty vessels, not just vessels. Empty vessels. And do not gather just a few. May God send us word. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons and then pour it out into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, thank God for such people, and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured the oil out. Verse 6, now it came to pass. That's the thing about the word of God. It always comes to pass. It came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. And all the time the oil kept pouring. And the Bible says, at that point, the oil ceased. Verse 7 is very instructive. The second instruction came only after the first one was responded to. Then she came and told the man of God, and he gave her the second instruction. Go, sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons will never be in lack anymore. You and your sons will never be the victim of a debt you cannot pay. You and your sons, you are delivered from disgrace and shame from today. It didn't say you and son exist on what is left. It says you and your son live on the rest. When God gives you a word, it not only solves your problem, it changes your position in life. Look at that, amen. <laughs> he said, live. It means live well. Live in abundance for the rest of your lives. That's why weeping endures for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Father, this morning I bring you the word of the Lord that I entitled, bring up the slide, after God has spoken, you must take a position. I, I see you haven't made a connection yet, that's why you're not clapping. Imagine after God spoke through Elisha, if she did not take a position. What will have happened? 
Will her situation have changed? With the threat of losing her son, will it have gone away? Church, where are you? Are you still at home? I said, if she did not respond to the word of the Lord that came through the prophet, what will have happened? She would have continued praying. And that's why some people go from mountain to mountain. I don't think you should go to the, any other mountain. I think you should receive the word of God today and your life will change. She will have continued fasting. Like Daniel, God had released the angel a long time ago. Your solution is not in the future, it's in the now. After God has spoken, help me tell two people. Make sure you take a position. Look at somebody behind you say, after God has spoken. It's not time for you to pray anymore. It's time for you to take a position. Lift your own hand and say, after God has spoken to me today, I will take a new position. And my problem will become my history. And my story will change forever for better. So it is in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the blessing of the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was the God and the word was God. There was nothing made that was made that was not made by the word of God. The immutable, the invincible, the irrepressible word by which he framed the world that we now occupy. God never got up. He just spoke. Father, speak this morning. Your servants will hear. We will respond and take the right position and the devil will be put to shame. God will be glorified. Like the widow, our situation, we will stop existing. We start living an abundant life the rest of our lives and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Somebody help me put your hands together and bless the Lord for the word of God. The word of God that changes things and changes our lives. You may be seated. Look at that vase. That vase there stands out from the background. There were many vases there that didn't take a position. The only vase that is shining there, as far as I'm concerned, is the one that took a position after God had spoken. How many of you remember that I came to church and I gave the word entitled End of Discussion? Come on now, let me see your hand up. How many of you? If I were you, I'll still be listening to that message until I and the message become one. I said to you, listen, you can continue to argue. You can continue to exchange opinions about problems and what you're going through and what this, what somebody did until you hear from God. The moment you hear from God, no other person's voice matters. It is end of discussion. An end of discussion in itself is not the end of the road because after you say no more discussion, there's something else you need to do. You need to take a position. Is there anyone here that does not understand what it means when a man or woman tells you take a position? When you have money and opportunities show up and the investment opportunities are standing before you, your banker will tell you, sir, take a position. If a man wants to marry a woman, he, he buys a, a ring. I hope it's, the diamond is real. Comes before you. I hope it still kneels down because chivalry should never be dead. Because we should never nail good things to the cross. Jesus has died. He kneels down and offers you. And all he's saying is take a position. Today, life and death are before you. 
There's one thing Jesus cannot do for you and will never do for you. He will never take a position for you. You have to take a position. I wish church people would come to church understanding that the preacher's job will be done when he has spoken the word, but the real work lies with me after I have heard so that I take a position. And so James said, be ye not hearers only, thereby deceiving yourself, but doers also. Once God speaks, end of discussion, and heaven is looking at you saying, what are you going to do? I see people come to church in the same position and they live in the same position. Look around this place now. Look around this place. Look at the transformation that's happened to this auditorium. I came here and said, God lays on my heart. We need to change the slides. The old lights were dying. The technology is now bereft. And the things began to look. One time what looked good began to look like demons. I said, these things have to go. And I said, we're going to change this light. Some people didn't take a position, but the job got done. Hello. I came back a week later. I said, this carpet's a disgrace. We're not going to go into Christmas because we need to build a bridge. The bridge that will take us from the years of struggles where God had to be Jehovah Ebenezer to help us not to drown. Many people drowned this year. A guy you worked at, at Coca-Cola, did not a lot of people drown? This year was meant to drown you and your family. If you're here, you survive. Can you clap and bless the Lord? I did not bring for the Lord. Who was Jehovah Ebenezer? Who was on our side? Ah, in Kwati Bajel. Listen, Olakule, you know that you were almost buried. You know that you were at the end of your rope. This year is a year for God to help us to survive whatever the enemy planned against us. Jehovah Ebenezer. Jehovah, my helper. Even if you are not out of the blues, let me tell you, you have survived the worst part. The best is just in front of you. Who am I prophesying to this morning? Did you hear our sister's testimony when she came and said, I was shocked. He said, my marriage was dead. I shocked. She stood there and said, my marriage was dead. It was over. She didn't show it. And I'm thinking, God, like that? She said, but something happened. Jehovah Ebenezer raised a dead marriage so that today, husband and wife, children are doing very well. Somebody help me bless the name of the Lord. Had it not been for the Lord, Jehovah Ebenezer helped us through the toughest year ever. Yes. Let me tell you, I'm a man of faith. This year was rough and tumble. But I just kept looking good because my faith is not in my effort. My faith is in the Lord. If I survive 2019, only the best is ahead of me. If this woman did not take a position, her situation would have gotten worse. I see people, why do you come to church? You have made up your mind how you are going to leave church. I came here, I said, we're going to change the carpet. 
I said, who's going to stand with me? Some people took a position. Some people say, let me think about it. There's nothing to think about. By the time you come back, it is done. If this was your breach, you missed it. And those that took a position, it is time for you to fulfill that pledge. You know, I want to warn you. When God speaks, he doesn't stay around. He goes. You know why he, say, why he does that? He says, the word, the word that I speak will never return to me void. Whether you take a position on you Sabio, it is that, it is how it will affect you that is your business. But as far as God is concerned, finish. This carpet was finished by the time I spoke it. In fact, by Tuesday, it was done. When people came on Wednesday, they said, how? They didn't have this color. They manufactured it. And yet, by Tuesday, it was done. See, today, don't miss your word. After God has spoken, you better, if you have sense, take a position. I'll show you how this works. I said, imagine if she didn't take a position. She said, let me think about it. The, the creditors were on the way to take her sons. How far they were from her city, I don't know. She didn't have a lot of time. Imagine if she took a poor position by borrowing only a few vessels. Remember when I read to you, the man of God says, not a few. In fact, it says, go to all your neighbors. It didn't say go to neighbors. They're two different things. It means don't miss any apartment. Go to even the boys' quarters. Go to the mud house. Which means the opportunity to take as many is what you should focus on. It says, go to all your neighbors. Imagine if she belittled the word of God. And said, well, I don't know about these borrowing things. I beg, I beg, I beg. If I go borrow something, say, is it bucket? I will go and be borrowing. I don't borrow money. I don't borrow dollar. And she took the position by borrowing a few virtues. Somebody tell me what will have happened. What will have happened? Because the oil ceased when the vessel ceased. If she borrowed a few, what will happen? She will only get few money. And the creditor may say that's not even enough. Did God help her or not? I said, did God help her or not? To her neighbors, will it seem like God helped her? No. That's why some people in church, when they try and blame God, I scratch my head. I said, I know you sound convincing, but if I know God, he never but speaks a word in season. Glory to God. If she either took a poor position or she didn't take a position. In either case, she will have sealed her faith by the position she took after hearing the word of God. Luckily, come. Help me. Hurry up. You gave a testimony the other day. And I'm setting you up for a bigger testimony by telling you to come to the altar. You, you, you said that you normally don't talk, but this time you had to talk. You were in a tough place. Nobody knew how tough it was. I, even I didn't know. I panicked when I heard. And so, what seemed to be an opportunity that could have been a trap, you wanted to take the opportunity because where you were, looked like you were sinking. If you took the wrong decision, will your situation not be worse? 
When you spoke to me, I was glad you spoke to me. I said, let us wait on what God is going to say. And then they came after you. And you said, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want. I said, hold on. I said, pursue it. That what they owe you, they will first give you. Has it happened or not? I said to you, don't imagine that they, what seems to be an opportunity knocking the door will solve the problem. What is important is where God is at. And today, things are looking good. In fact, you told me yesterday, you're going abroad. Sorry, offer my form. Offer my form. You don't want them to know. You see, Nigerians, when it's good, they don't want you to know. Don't ask her to buy something for you so that she can give testimony. She will buy it. Okay, buy chocolate where you are coming. Help me clap for her. God bless you. Situation changed because God spoke. What seemed to be impossible began to happen. Hey. When God speaks or after God has spoken, child of God, I've come to confront you with the word of God today. It is left for you to take a position or change your position. Some people are so obstinate. They are so stubborn. And stubbornness is like witchcraft, the Bible says. Who am I talking to here? Don't point at anybody. Because husband is likely to say, wife is going to say, some people cannot respond to the word of God because they have taken a position and they find it hard to change their position. I bring you the word of the Lord today. And he that hath an ear. Beyond end of discussion, the word of the Lord is after God has spoken, you must take a position or change your position. There are a few ways you can respond to the word of God. We may take no position or take a bad, foolish or ignorant position. You know what an ignorant position is? You're talking to the wrong people. And they're helping you make an ignorant decision. You may take a weak position, like if she, if she took a few vessels, that's a weak position. Or you can take a good position. Or you can take the best position. May we not be found to be taking the wrong position when God is moving in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk about stubborn position. When God speaks, have you ever taken a, spot, a stubborn position before? Ah, where is Ruth? God bless you. When I made a call, I think it was a carpet. You gave a testimony, you said that day you felt it was time for you to take a position. But you had little money. Ah, this girl. Some Christians, I respect them. She said, I had 9,000. And I decided I'm going to do it. And she transferred it before the end of the service. And what happened? Your phone began to ring. Your PO has been signed. Your, your application or your proposal has been approved. Can you send your account number you want your money to be paid into? Okay. Change your position and clap your hands because you have made up your mind. Lie, lie, I will never clap. No matter what the pastor says, now lie, I no longer clap. Look at your number and say, change your position. Stubborn position. Somebody say, when I come to church, I don't shout. Sometimes... 
You know, some people say, I'm quiet. Toba, quiet on the day God wants to shout. The wall of Jericho will keep you out of your blessings. Okay, okay, shout now. <laughs> you know, as you shout, something, the angel of the Lord is dismantling what was keeping you from your blessings. When I come up to the altar of the Lord, I change my position. If you ask my wife, I'm like a hermit. My wife says, well, he doesn't talk at home. He doesn't dance at home. When I come before the Lord, no position matters to me. The only position that matters is the position God wants me to occupy. Because after I occupy that position in the presence of God, all the positions that did not want to change that needs to change in my life, God will change those positions. So shall it be. Somebody give the Lord a shout this morning. Let me talk about stubborn position. Am I talking to somebody? I said stubborn position. Stubborn position is when you justify your position. Sometimes I come to church. I say, husband. I was saying, Olowo was standing by my Porsche. That car, I waited a long time before I got it. One day I looked at the car. I looked at my wife. The way she was eyeing the car. I said, baby, take it. I don't get Porsche anymore. I'm Porscheless. But wait a minute. That is the position that pleases God. So when you see the next level, that's why you should not criticize people when you don't know where they're coming from. When you see the next level, don't start talking. So what am I talking about? Sometimes I tell husbands, it's time for you to forgive your wife. Come on, sir. Phew. They, they said the girl, they very rude. Una very stubborn girl. In fact, eh, if you know the money where I don't spend for this girl, I will follow me talk like that. Pastor, leave that here now. Stubborn position by justifying your position. Somebody say, I repent. Stubborn position when you defend your position. You're such a good lawyer when it comes to defending your position. Sometimes it is covering your position. I say, I come to church and I say, somebody should repent. You have not been tithing. Come out, let me pray for you. Some people will suddenly cover their position. And he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But he that forsakes them shall have mercy. And that will be your portion and my portion in Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord said to the lady, give me 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 3. I want you to quickly look at something. The voice of the Lord came through the vessel called Elisha. And sometimes God may not speak directly to you. But you must be sensitive enough that even if your daughter is speaking with the voice of God, you know that it's God speaking to you. Oh, God has said something, you come to church and I didn't have any communication with your wife and I'm saying the same thing to you and you're looking at your wife and saying, did you call pastor? Did you tell pastor? No. As a matter of fact, most visitors, they say why they like coming to Grace Assembly is that there's no day they come and it's not like I was in their bedroom and I'm talking to them. They tell me all the time. That is the spirit of the Lord. Then the, the man of God says, go borrow vessels, read me, from somewhere. Go borrow vessels from somewhere. What does everywhere mean? Everywhere. Then he, he, he even embellishes it, not just from everywhere, from all your neighbors. 
how can God be so total in his expression and you still took a poor position? What do you want God to do for you? It says empty vessels. Then he added to it, do not gather just a few. When God has tried so much to help you and you say, you know what? In my neighborhood, I'm very quiet. Eh. In my neighborhood, I don't talk to anybody. Eh. Okay, sit down there. And you take a poor position, a stubborn position, you justify your position, you cover your position, you insist you're going to stay in your position, and then your position doesn't change. Then you make it look like God is not good. No, 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 God is good and his mercies, they endure forevermore. Give me the message translation of that verse. It's deliverance time for somebody. Maybe God does not want 2020 to be like 2019. So he wants some people to be delivered. The man of God says, here is what you do. That does not leave room for discussion. It's an end of discussion statement. Here is what you will do. If you want your position to change, here is what you will do. Go up and down the street. And borrow jugs and vessels. From what? All your neighbors. Listen to this. And not just a few. All what? Say it at the top of your voice. All you can get. You know, at that point in time, he didn't tell her what was going to happen. I want you to get the way God works. God, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So when God gives you an instruction, he will not make two plus two and put equal to four. Mm -mm. There is an element of you obeying because you have faith in God that he will not do for you. So he says, go. Even though you don't talk to your neighbors, even though you do evil, he said, go. Go to all of them. Borrow. And didn't tell him what is going to happen. You know, because if God tells you everything that is going to happen, he will never find out whether you have faith in God or not. So it was when she borrowed it and she started pouring. He never told that when you start pouring, it will continue today. And he just said, collect and pour. She will just find that this thing is not stopping. She was surprised. And when he said, bring more, she was surprised that it stopped. If God had told her that when the last one is filled, it will stop, would she be surprised? No. She was so surprised, she didn't know what to do. She went back to him. And what I'm trying to say to you about when God speaks, change your position is, if she didn't take, change her position the first time God spoke, God will not speak the second time. When he said, sell, pay your debt, and stop existing under the circumstances. Go and live a life of abundance with your sons from now on. The second instruction was based on her changing her position or taking a position for the first time you spoke. Somebody here, if you have obeyed the first instruction, God will give you the winning instruction now. When you hear the word of God, what position do you take? At the end of the year, all year round, what position have you been taking? Maybe God wants me to confront you with the way you really are before him. Have you even listened? 
Have you even heeded the word of God? Have you responded to the word of God? Have you taken a position or would you even change your position? Maybe somebody here, you don't come for midweek service and God is saying, you know what? You're missing what you really need. Start coming. That may be your word. And you say, me, no, no, I've never come. No, there's a... They know me, they know me, they know me. Someone say stubborn positions. Say stubborn position. They know me, they know me. Pastor doesn't even look in my direction. He knows that I beg, I beg, I beg. And you remain in the same position. I will read a scripture to you. Matthew 13. Multimedia Matthew 13. Help me put verses 45 to 46 together. 45 and 46 together, please. This is how the kingdom works. Jesus says again, children of the kingdom, you need to know how this kingdom works. It doesn't work like your mind works. It says again, the kingdom of God is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, took a position. And what is the position? He went and sold all that he had and bought it. He said, this is how the kingdom of God. You see, you stop talking about I'm a child of the kingdom when you don't operate in the principles of the kingdom. This is how the kingdom of God works. If you want to clap, go ahead and clap. Don't wait for anybody. That is taking a position, celebrating the word. You see, stop waiting for Pharisees to join you. Don't wait for Pharisees to join you. When you connect with the Lord God, Bible says we're not ashamed of the gospel. Stand to your feet, clap your hand, run, whatever you want to do, because the word is alive to you. All this, I'm too cool. You have become ice block. Anyway, ice block go melt. And after a while, you can't find it anymore. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, he took a position. When you find the word of God, you cannot continue on the same level. You cannot continue talking the same way. You cannot continue acting the same way. It, then it will, be, it will be of no consequence that you heard the word of God. But it says, be not hearers only. Do something about what you heard. He did something. He went and sold all that he bought. He had and bought it. This is Jesus speaking. When people come to church, they don't write anything down. When the word is going, they're talking. And then you're checking your social media that cannot solve your problem. You know what social media is? It's a lot of lies. People posing like what they are not. People trying to look happy, but in their heart, there's no, there's no laughter. If that's the world you go to, you're only taking palliatives for your sorrow. You're taking Panadol for brain tumor. It can never solve the problem. But the word of God will never fail. Once has he spoken twice, I have I heard that power to change situations in life belongs to God. That's why I come to church. 
That's why when it's time to bring the word of God, I don't mess about. I didn't see anybody yesterday. People came to my home. I said, no, don't come to my home on a Saturday. I'm waiting on God because the lives of the people under my care, they're so important. Listen, he loved you so much. He pulled me out of my maritime law and said, listen, give them my word so that their destiny will be intact. Somebody under the sound of my voice, the word of God is going to transform you and catapult you to the place of destiny beyond the expectation of your neighbors and your friends. If you are that person, please take any position but shout amen. Let me try and wrap up my message this morning. Take me to Matthew 1. I'm going to read verses 19 and 20, Matthew 1, 19 to 20, then I'll jump to 24. Listen to this very carefully. The year is about to end. I'm putting in your hands what you need to launch into a year of balance. You know what happened to this widow? Her life came into balance. Then Joseph, when when, when the angel told him, about what is going to happen to Mary. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make a public, make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. Bible says, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the word of the Lord came to him. Logically, he took a position that made sense. And he was going to do it in a nice way. So there was nothing wrong ordinarily with what he wanted to do. But while he thought about these things, that's what happens when we come to church. Whilst you have taken a position or you're going to do something, while he thought about these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Not not all angels have wings. This angel, this man is the angel of the Lord to grace assembly. In a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. At that point, my message may have been in his ear after you have heard, after God has spoken, take a position. At that point, he had taken a position. For him, it was whether he would change it. His position. Verse 24. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife. He did not confer with his mother. Some of us, nepotism is an incurable sin in our lives. When God speaks, you let your family counter it. Thou shalt have no idols before me. Anybody that can counter the word of God is an idol. Because the person is not God. If he asks his mother, you know the answer he's going to get. He gets belly. Joseph, now you do am. Say, mommy, I've never seen pan before. Hey, Jehovah. Can you say you want to marry the girl? You say you don't become mumu. Did not confer with her. He changed his position. And look at what God did. Joseph shot out of ignominy and irrelevance into eternal glory. Because after God spoke, he took 
a position. Somebody clap for Joseph. Change that verse to the message translation. Hurry up. Is somebody being blessed today? Then Joseph woke up. And he did what? I want to hear you. He did what? I want to hear you like you're alive and well. He did what? Exactly what God's angel commanded in a dream. He married Mary. End of discussion. So I counsel you. After God has spoken, please stop. At least when you stop, you have an opportunity to review what you're doing. After God has spoken, sometimes you need to change lanes. Sometimes after God has spoken, you need to change course or direction. And sometimes you have to go beyond that. You have to make a U-turn. U-turn means turn around. Let people say, uh-uh. But all your life you have always said, I don't tithe. Why did you change? You tell the person, after God has spoken. When you make a U-turn, it means that you're ready to apologize to some people that you have told them, never in my life will I... You know, you have fought with some people who say, never again will I ever talk to you. Some people say, over my dead body. If you know one, die. <laughs> and God speaks. Just go to the person and say, I was just angry. Sorry. If the person thinks you're a fool, when person sees what God will do for you, the person will realize you are the wisest of men. Thank you, sir. After God speaks, never let your ex experiential position stop you from taking a position. Experiential position or experiential uh, position is, is what life has shown you. Some people say that when I apologize to people, they just heap insults on me. That's why I don't apologize to people. So everything, you use bragado for everything. Because you think apologizing doesn't work. So you never apologize. You rather fight to the end. Because experiences, when you try to apologize, people even stepped on you the more. So you say it doesn't work. So that's an experiential position. But when God speaks, never let your experiential position stop you from changing position or taking a new position. Case in point, Peter. Peter was accommodating enough to let the blood use his boat. Peter was tired, but Peter was a nice guy. He just waited. And when the Lord turned to him and said, Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Peter brought his experiential position before the Lord. He said, I am a kingfisher. My net is top of the range. My boat is in season. I have fished all night. If anybody should catch anything, I should have caught it. Nothing works like that. Someone say experiential position. I want to talk about ladies. Some ladies are not nice anymore when a guy comes around. 
Because three guys that you have loved and served, they have broken your heart. So the next person that comes, you don't practice niceness anymore. It's not in your dictionary. You are an obolobo. You are, you are, you are a hard woman. You see, all of them are looking down now. They're not looking up anymore. And the word of the Lord says, listen, you should not be like the children of the world. As a matter of fact, your miracle is in forgiving those jokers because they're not even important where you're going. Remember not the former things. Do not consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. And you say, no, no, no. My experiential position, pastor, fisile, no go there. Hmm. Peter told the Lord. The, you notice the Lord did not say a word. Go and read that scripture. He never replied to him. He just spoke the instruction. And that's what happens when you speak to God. God will not exchange opinions with you. When God speaks, angels quick. You, you want to be. The Lord says, launch out the deep. After he spoke and spoke, Peter waited for the Lord to say something. The Lord just said, then he said, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down my net. The word of God is so powerful, he does not need to spray perfume on it. He does not need to package it. He does not need to convince you. Listen, if you don't take a position, your position will not change. Jesus never said a word after the instruction. He was the one that said nevertheless. On a day like this, somebody here, knowing that I'm speaking volumes, you know that the story of your life is captured in the word I'm bringing to you. If you are that person and you want to change your position to the way God has been speaking to you, you just need to stand up quietly. Nevertheless, no other kingfisher will do it. Nevertheless, my pain is that, but nevertheless, my experience is bitter and I have bitterness, but nevertheless, The word that is quick and powerful. The word he spoke and created the worlds that we inhabit. The far extremes of the galaxies that we cannot even measure. We cannot, we don't light years away. We can't even fathom. He's speaking the same word. Oh man, who art thou? What is the son of man that God speaks? And you still cross your leg and say, I don't care. Take a position. Peter took a position. He took a deep position. He didn't launch out into the shallow. He launched out into the deep. And the result was that they caught fish like never before. That he had to ask people to help share the blessing. And the boat started to sink. God spoke a word and the fish that should run away from the net, started jumping into his net. Somebody lift up your hand to the Lord and say, I surrender all. Can you help me with that song? I surrender all. 
lift, soft lift to you. Everybody join in. Sometimes singing this song, you will shed a few tears. Singing this song, you will feel your stomach grinding. attitude of consecration, meditation, and submission to God. I want to make a call. If there be anyone here that you know that the word that you have heard is true, but your pain is trying to hold you back. There's a struggle in your soul that you don't seem to have the power to deal with. I want you to come forward quickly. I want to pray with you. That so that you can change that position. So that the Lord can change your position in life. So from being the victim, you can become the victor. From the struggler, you become triumphant. I really want to pray with you. Before this year runs out, that you may be able to enter the right position. That will change your position in life and your story will be rewritten. Holding nothing. 
Father, I thank you for my brothers and my sisters, children of God, children of the kingdom that have come to you. They have responded to the voice of the Lord that they have heard. They have looked at the struggle in their heart and they say, I would rather go to the Lord. I would rather change my position and trust that God will deal with what I cannot deal with by myself. Ah, Uluwa. You are a merciful God. Your tender mercies and your loving kindness compels us to come to you. Lord, as they have come, Lord, fight this battle for them. Amen. Give them the victory. Change the position that is holding them down, making them miserable. Change the position because they have changed their position to your word. To God, whom we belong, the Bible says to him that nothing will be impossible. Do what only God can do. Reintroduce yourself to them. In a way that their neighbors, even if they don't, if they don't say their neighbors, will say, God has been good to you. Father, I thank you because today marks the beginning of better days in their life. Strengthen them from Zion. To do that which they know God wants them to do, but they feel they have no power to do. You are the one that gives strength to the weak. To him that has no strength, you are the one that blesses them with energy. Let them mount up with wings as eagles. Let their situations change. Channel them towards destiny, O oh God. Make them triumphant in the battle they're fighting. Prove yourself again in their lives. Thank you, my Father. I give you praise and glory. In Jesus, much the same we have prayed. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may go back to your seat. stand to your feet. It's our hymnal and service. We're going to take a second hymn and how appropriate it is. It is entitled Standing on the Promises of God. It means when God speaks a promise, we take a position. No matter how extreme his promises, we take a position by faith. Somebody here, what was impossible for you become your reality in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to make up your mind today to take a deep position in your walk with God. Take a deep position in your service to God in church. Commit your ways afresh unto the Lord and see God prove himself in your life. We'll take the hymn standing on the promises of God. Through eternal ages, let his praises ring. 
Of God. 